0: Welcome to Testing Code, a podcast about software development and software testing. The story of how I came to find a good user interface for running and debugging automated tests is interleaved with a multi-year effort of mine to have a test workflow that works smoothly with product development and actually speeds things up. It's also interleaved with the origins of The origins of the blog, pythontesting.net, and this podcast, and the PyTest book I wrote with Pragmatic. It's not a long story, and it has a happy ending. Uh, Actually, it's not over, but I'm happy with where we are now. I'm hoping that this tale of my dedication to, or perhaps obsession with, quality and developer efficiency... Helps you in your efforts to make your daily workflow better, and to encourage you to try to increase the efficiency of those you work with. But first, thank you to those of you supporting me through Patreon and through the purchase of the PyTest book. If you want to help support the show, click the link in the show notes at testandcode.com/slash forty-eight. I use the funds to do things like pay for transcriptions of my hosting fee and my hosting fees, and take my wife out for dinner occasionally because she puts up with all this podcasting podcasting craziness and whatnot i also want to thank uh those of you who have purchased the the book python testing with Pytest. just this morning on twitter i received some feedback from elizabeth mcgraw and this is what she said excellent book brian Hawkins. the example program was perfect and the link was right on it has just the right amount of info to be both a good tutorial and a reference guide to to the most used things when writing and running a PyTest. Thanks, Elizabeth. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about a GUI for PyTest. And the story starts in 2010. In 2010, I switched jobs. Actually, I switched companies and jobs, in fact. Uh, Both... Companies were electronic test and measurement companies and both were using both of the teams I worked with were using Python for automated testing of the instruments. However, they had different frameworks. They they were both running custom in-house built tools that were attempting to be kind of like IDEs with test runners tacked on and include abilities to store information about the equipment under test and help with the communication between the test code and the instruments. And keep a log of all the communication transfer. All of this is really important and stuff. But um, And mostly they were GUIs. They were uh, user interfaces to run all of this stuff. Because there's a lot of people that don't like command lines. And that's pretty much it. They were GUIs so that you don't have to use the command line. Now, I don't mind the command line. I actually kind of like it. However, I don't work alone. I understand that GUIs are a convenience. And a lot of people just prefer them. And, you know, there's some things that are just nicer with GUIs. These tools weren't terrible tools. But the problem with in-house tools is there's no way that an in-house tool, often developed by a small team or even an individual, is going to keep up with the best-in-class tools developed by many people and fine-tuned in many, many companies and individuals. Both the tools I had used were tied to put- Python 2.7 also, and I really wanted to try starting to work with Python 3. The big difference when I shifted companies was that I was in a smaller team, and therefore I had a proportionally larger influence, which is awesome. And I am an automated testing fanatic, so I kind of took over the direction of the testing part. I added a new test runner to the in-house system that could be more that could more gracefully deal with the larger test suites that we had. I wanted to encourage, encourage smaller tests. So that means larger test suites. I also added decorators to be able to skip tests on certain hardware configuration and generate reports in JUnit XML so that we could view the reports in Jenkins. The reason we didn't switch to Unitist, Nose or PyTest were multifold. For me, I just didn't know enough about them, any of them, to strongly recommend anything. And also, these are all command line tools. Great for driving from Jenkins. Not so great to be able to run subsets of tests or even one test at a time when debugging failures or developing tests. Especially for team members that were used to driving tests from a GUI. This is a hard sell. The pythontesting.net blog was an Offshoot of me trying to solve half of the problem, my own knowledge of the available off the shelf test frameworks. And that effort led to me falling in love with PyTest. Tef- test efficiency is important. It's even more important when combined with hardware and RF signals, and settling times and client devices, and the list goes on and on. PyTest fixtures help with test times by allowing us to layer fixture code in different scopes. Connecting to an instrument can happen once over many tests, and multiple tests requiring the same waveforms can run together. The other huge help is the separation of failures. Fixture failures are errors in PyTest. So we can separate real failures from couldn't-get-to-the-right-state-to-test errors. Brilliant. PyTest wins. Fix your errors or, fix your failures or errors, test failures or failures. They've separated. Awesome. About that same time, though, came along the podcast and then the PyTest book. Because I wanted to share with everyone how best to get your head around PyTest so that it can help you with efficient and effect, to be efficient and effective in your testing in the fastest time possible. Many of t- people have told me that they've read it in a couple of evenings, which is cool. So did our team switch to PyTest? No. No GUI. I wanted to switch, and I'd solved the other issues like communicating with the instruments, keeping track of instrument information, logging the communication, etc. But still no GUI. And I didn't want to build an in-house solution. I didn't really didn't want to support it, and I knew I couldn't compete with off-the-shelf things. During all of this research into testing frameworks and while writing the book, I had teamed up with another podcaster, Michael Kennedy, to produce Python Byte's podcast. Michael uses PyCharm, and at the time, I was a Vim user converted to Sublime with Vim emulation. I I didn't see any reason to switch to PyCharm until Michael intervened. In April of 2016, Paul Everett did a video about testing in PyCharm and used PyTest. Michael saw this video, knew Paul, and sent an email introducing me to Paul. PyCharm support for PyTest intrigued me, but I was skeptical. Efficient workflow is super important to me, and switching editors is a big deal. It's a big time hit to switch editors. However, Paul was kind enough to talk with me personally about the Vim emulation, the PyCharm support, I mean the PyTest support, and the future plans of PyCharm with respect to PyTest. Then I got excited and I tried it out in earnest. The support for PyTest wasn't stellar at first, but it was better than any other GUI solution I had at the time, so I started the transition in my team towards using PyTest for test framework for the test framework, and PyCharm for t- test development and test debugging. The killer features of PyCharm for testing are one, the ability to run tests at any level, all tests a subdirectory, a single file, a single test, or even a single parameterization of a test. They also support running a class of tests, but we really don't use that much. You can also store a a template set of command line options so that the -the on-the-fly run configurations that get created have the same command line options. PyCharm correctly parses fixtures from installed plugins fixtures from conftest.py files, and file local fixtures so that you can jump to fixture code from the test code. You can rerun failed tests. You can debug the tests, meaning like you can run a debugger while you're running tests. This is very cool. So while during the test, test run, you can look at the different variables, the different results that get get returned from different calls. It's just awesome. Also, did I mention the ability to run a single parameterization of a test? This is really important for us. We have huge parameterization lists for long-running tests. Debugging a failure that occurs in only one parameterization is sped up so much by being able to just rerun the one that you care about at the time. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the awesome responsiveness of the PyCharm development team. When I found issues with Pytest support, they jumped on it quickly. It was so cool. I even got a chance to meet them at the last PyCon, and they were really, at least a few of them, and they're really cool people. By the way, this episode is not sponsored by PyCharm. If you're looking for the discount code, see the previous or next episode. I just wanted to share with you kind of the story about how I got into using PyCharm. I'm not a PyCharm zealot. If a solution comes up for a GUI, for running and debugging PyTest that works better than PyCharm, or even attempts to. I'll check it out. It doesn't even have to be an IDE. But right now, to get my team writing, running, and debugging PyTest tests, PyCharm is the answer. And not just the people writing the tests. I've got embedded C++ people that use other editors for C++ code. Sorry, JetBrains. C++ people are even harder to to get to switch editors than Python people. Even they are using PyCharm when they debug test failures and help with test creation. It's awesome. Well, some of them use the command line, but, you know, there's old Unix hackers everywhere. Like I said, this isn't an ad for PyCharm. It's just a story about how I finally got to use PyTest at work because I can use PyCharm as a test GUI. Next week, we have an interview with my good friend Oliver Best Walter about talks. It's an awesome interview. I hope you tune in for it. Tox is simpler than you think it is, and more powerful than you think it is. Thanks again for Patreon supporters and the people reading my PyTest book, Python Testing with PyTest. I think it's the fastest way to get your head around efficient testing with Python. Talks to you. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. Now, go test something.